Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the MedBullet Step 2 and 3 podcast. In today's episode, we covered the topic of barbiturates found under the neurology section at medbullets.com. Let's begin with a clinical snapshot. A 56-year-old man with a history of non-small cell lung cancer presents with approximately 8 minutes of tonic-clonic convulsions. He is not accompanied by anyone. Medical records suggest no recent changes in medications or drug history. Physical exam is significant for impaired consciousness and prolonged tonic-clonic convulsive episodes. Necessary laboratory tests are obtained and sent for analysis. He is given intravenous lorazepam with a second IV line administering phosphenatoin. His convulsive symptoms are refractory to appropriate treatment. Continuous EEG monitoring is commenced after intubation and mechanical ventilation. He is infused with pentobarbital over 10 minutes. Let's continue with an introduction to barbiturates. Examples include phenobarbital, pentobarbital, diopental, and secobarbital. Their mechanism of action is that they increase GABA-A action by increasing the duration of chloride channel opening, resulting in a decrease in neuron firing. Clinically, they are used as a CNS depressant for anxiety and seizures and for induction of anesthesia with thiopental specifically. Their toxicity includes that they can cause dependence. They have an additive CNS depression effect with other CNS depressants such as alcohol and benzodiazepines. They cause prolonged respiratory or cardiovascular depression. They have drug interactions owing to the induction of liver P450, so they are contraindicated in porphyria and can decrease the concentration of other drugs. They may inhibit complex 1 of the electron transport chain, and one should treat overdose with symptom management. This includes assisting respiration with doxapram and maintaining adequate blood pressure. Now that we've discussed the major points relating to barbiturates, let's walk through a question to apply what we've learned and get a sense of how the topic might be tested. For this question, consider the following clinical scenario. A 58-year-old man with a history of alcohol abuse, diabetes, benign essential tremor, IV drug use, chronic pain, and depression presents to the emergency department with altered mental status. His wife found him at home minimally responsive. She brought him in immediately. She does not know which medications he normally takes, but states that he has been particularly depressed lately after the death of his brother. His temperature is 99.2 degrees Fahrenheit, or 37.3 degrees Celsius. Blood pressure is 89 over 58. Pulse is 102 beats per minute. Respirations are 16 breaths per minute. And oxygen saturation is 100% on room air. Physical exam is notable for a patient who flexes his extremities in response to sternal rub. The patient's pupils are 3 mm bilaterally and reactive to light. Laboratory values are ordered, which demonstrate a sodium of 140, chloride of 102, potassium of 4.1, bicarbonate of 24, BUN of 20, glucose of 112, creatinine of 1.1, calcium of 10.2, and alcohol level of 300. The patient is intubated and admitted to the ICU. 24 hours later in the ICU, the patient is still unable to be extubated given his lack of respiratory drive. Which of the following is the most likely etiology of this patient's symptoms? And the answer choices are Choice 1. Ethanol Choice 2. Ethylene glycol Choice 3. Gamma-hydroxybutrate Choice 4. 
oxycodone, or choice 5, phenobarbital. The best answer to this question is choice 5, phenobarbital. This patient with a history of benign essential tremor, commonly treated with primidone, is presenting with altered mental status, somnolence, bradypnea, and a prolonged period of respiratory depression, which are concerning for barbiturate toxicity. Primidone is the most likely etiology of this patient's symptoms. It is metabolized to phenobarbital and is the most likely cause of his respiratory depression. Barbiturates are commonly used for seizure conditions such as epilepsy or in conditions such as alcohol withdrawal. They work by increasing the duration of GABA-A channel opening and decreasing the opening of NMDA channels. Primidone is an anti-epileptic that is also effective in the management of benign essential tremor. It has a long half-life and is metabolized to phenobarbital and phenylethylmelanamide, both of which also have long half-lives. Phenobarbital overdose presents with confusion, somnolence, hypotension, and respiratory depression. Treatment is supportive in nature and involves blood pressure support and intubation to protect the patient's airway if needed. Let's also discuss why the other choices are incorrect. Choice 1. Ethanol intoxication would present with slurred speech, emotional lability, an ataxic gait, and in high doses with somnolence and obtundation with respiratory depression. It may have contributed to the patient's initial altered mental status. However, alcohol is cleared at a rate of about 20 to 30 milligrams per deciliter per hour. Thus, this patient's serum alcohol level is likely not contributing significantly to his respiratory depression the next day. Choice 2. Ethylene glycol toxicity presents with similar symptoms of alcohol intoxication in addition to an anion gap acidosis and kidney failure. Treatment involves the administration of omeprazole followed by dialysis. This patient has no signs of kidney failure and would not still be obtunded by this intoxication a day later. Choice 3. Gamma-hydroxybutrate is the classic date-rape drug and may cause a patient to present with sedation, obtundation, and irritability. Its duration of effect is at most 6 to 8 hours. Thus, it would be unlikely in this patient who is intubated and admitted with over 24 hours of somnolence. Choice 4. Oxycodone is an opioid which in overdose can cause somnolence, pinpoint pupils, bradypnea, and decreased bowel sounds. The treatment of an opioid overdose is naloxone, which can rapidly reverse symptoms. It would not persist for 24 hours. However, methadone does have a longer mechanism of action and could cause prolonged respiratory depression. Finally, a bullet summary. Phenobarbital is a barbiturate that increases the duration of GABA channel opening, inhibits NMDA channels, and presents with somnolence, hypotension, and respiratory depression at toxic doses. That's all for this review about barbiturates. We hope that was helpful. This is the MedBullets Step 2 and 3 podcast, a daily audio review session for MedBullets, the free learning and collaboration community for medical student education. As a reminder, you can follow along with these podcast episodes by reviewing the topics directly on MedBullets.com. You can listen to these episodes on the MedBullets website or phone app while reading through the topic. If the MedBullets podcast has been valuable to you, we'd be thrilled if you consider leaving us a five-star rating and writing us a review on Apple Podcasts. It will help us spread the word and increase our discoverability tremendously.
Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you all tomorrow, right here, on the MedBullet Step 2 and 3 podcast.